0: Hello, and welcome to the 8th episode of the Good Lift Podcast. This is your host, Erica Stevens, and today I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, social media and powerlifting. Um, I know that many of us will sit down and watch our favorite lifters lift, and everything seems amazing all the time. Um, They just seem like nothing's ever wrong, they never have bad days. A lot of them will post like their fails or their rough days or uh, so have you, but a lot of them don't. And we'll sit there and we'll fixate on how well they do and why do they have all of the best days and why do they never struggle. Um, But that's really not the case. So what happens with social media is that we build this, uh, like fantasy highlight reel of lifting of life. Even, um, it's not even just lifting, right? Like you see all these people post pictures with their boyfriends or girlfriends and next thing you know, they're broken up and it's like, well, they look so happy. Well, yeah, but that's Instagram or that's Facebook. That's not actually life. um, so when you watch Instagram, it's okay to be excited for people. It's okay to be frustrated that they're maybe stronger than you and you feel like they shouldn't be or whatever. Um, I mean, realistically, you should more likely be competing against yourself. Like watch your own videos and think that, Um, but at the same time, you have to keep it real in the back of your mind that this is them showing the best of that day that they competed or that they lifted or whatever. Um, I know currently my social media probably looks like I feel better than I do. Um, I am not training beyond what my limits are. However, if you watch some of my videos, you'd think I was probably feeling way better than what I really am. Um, I'm pushing through a little bit right now. it seems that pushing through is actually helping in the long run, but it's it's a little deceiving, and I know that. So I guess from somebody who is doing the highlight reel thing, um, just be cautious when you're watching people lift. Like, yeah, they they also have bad days. Um, don't let any amount of social media fool you. Um, I really respect lifters that post their failures. Um, if I have a failure that really pisses me off, I know I'll post it, but that's more of like a, I'm showing the world that I failed because it pisses me off and then I do better the next time. So just just know that you may be doing the same thing too. Um, look, take a look at your videos. Are you posting your bad days? Are you showing... Your followers or whoever that you also don't have ever have great days every day. Um, It's it's kind of a good experience to do that. Um, You also kind of get to see who really still supports you. Um, Sometimes you'll get comments on your bad day posts and it kind of just like makes you smile because there's people out there watching you and they're going to still cheer for you even if you had the bad day you definitely find out kind of who's in your quarter when you post your, your bad days, um, who's still rooting for you, who still has your back, um, who knows that you're going to overcome whatever bad day or bad week you had. Um, and at the same time, you kind of have to remember, like, this is a sport of true strength. Um, you're going to beat your body up. You're going to, have fatigue, you're going to have days where like the the weight just isn't going to move. Um, maybe you're deloading, but the deload feels like a 90% day. And that's okay. Um, because everybody else is going to experience that as well. Um, we just don't talk about it enough. I don't think uh, as a powerlifting community, I don't think that we talk enough about um, the bad days. I don't think we talk enough about What our bodies feel like after those awesome lifts as well. So like I don't know about everybody else. But if I leave the gym. Even if I had like a really good day. There's a pretty good chance that I just feel completely drained and exhausted. Um, So yeah. Those weights moved awesome. I had a great workout. But um, here I am. Taking my Epsom salt bath and a nap. Because everything's sore. Everything's inflamed. Um, But. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. I don't know, because we don't talk about it all that much. Um, I would love to hear opinions from some other elite-level lifters, too, just to see, like, okay, you go in, you're eight weeks out, you did X, Y, Z on your workout. Um, What did you feel like after that? Um, Because your videos looked like everything felt awesome. Um, I know I can't be the only one that feels completely wrecked and beat up after some of these... um, heavier workouts. So I just, I really wish that we could, maybe I'll just have to start doing it, but I I wish that we could, um, like improve what we're showing people on Instagram so that they kind of know what is really happening in the background, what's happening in the foreground, even, um, maybe, maybe you hit that 600 pound squat. But it took you fifty minutes to do your mobility and warm ups to get there. Um, I I know that if I showed my warm ups, people would probably laugh because I'm inherently bad at it. I hate warming up. Um, I warm up as if every workout is just um, like a a single. Um, I do my few at the bar. I do a few at one plate. I do a couple at two plates and then I just go from there with singles until I get to whatever my working weight is and then I start doing it. Um, I don't really do any additional mobility or stretching unless I feel that something is off. Um, So I guess it'd be interesting to see too, like what are people doing before their amazing sets as well. Um, I know I'm terrible at doing mobility stuff at the gym especially i'll do some at home um but once i get to the gym i want to get to work i don't really like to spend time stretching and mobilizing i feel that uh that just opens up my day to slow down because people start talking to you um asking questions whatever so when i get to the gym i just like to get to work so any additional mobility and such i try to do that at home before i get there or I do it earlier in the day, whenever I'm like on a break at work. So, really, I guess, another aspect of this highlight reel that we have is that you only see the achievement, or that working set that day, or whatever you decide to post. Um, But, it doesn't show all the other shit that you do um accessories not a lot of people post what accessories they do i might like throw them in the comments like oh i did these accessories um but i don't put a huge weight on accessories i'm more of like a blood flow accessory type person i don't really like push the weight super heavy or anything like that um so that's really nothing exciting um but maybe maybe some of these great lifters are pushing accessories differently or whatever but we might not see that um So that would be, that would be cool to like see and understand as well. Um, but it's, it's all just like what, whatever you decide to share. And I think sharing more might be better for the sport, um, especially for like the newer lifters coming in because they don't really have an understanding of like what it takes. Um, that everybody comes in wanting to be the best, wanting to be the great. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be that number. I'm going to be the top person. Just watch. Just watch me do it. Yeah, okay. All I'm watching you do is your half-assed warm-ups, your half-assed attempts at top sets, and then you acting like a fucking all-star. Um, don't be that person. Don't be the person that comes into the sport saying they're going to be the best. Get some, get some fucking meats under your belt first, get some get some progress because uh what it takes to be the best, most people don't want to do. Um I know I don't want to do what it takes to be the absolute top best person. I don't I really don't want to do that. I really enjoy the sport. I really enjoy being competitive. I enjoy being elite um but I won't I won't do that. I don't have the time to do that. I don't have the energy to do what it takes to be the top. And I really respect the people that do have that time um, and that energy uh, and dedication, really. It just takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hours, a lot of just doing the little things that most people aren't willing to do. Um, So don't be that person. Don't be the person that's just, oh, just watch, I'm gonna be the best because chances are you're not. Um, don't, Don't take that as, a, don't try because you're not going to be any good. Just being the best, you have to do so much. You have to be so dedicated to the sport. Um, but still try. Still do everything that you can in your power to be as good as you want to be. And if that means be the best, do everything in your power to be the best. But uh, don't shoot for the moon and end up in orbit. Um, that's a that's a dangerous place to be when you miss. Um, it's kind of like a deadly circle because once you start orbiting you just keep repeating the same things hoping that you get to the moon or trying different things but you still just end up in the same fucking circle just rolling around the earth hoping that the hoping that someday you get to the moon. Um, just keep keep pushing whatever you have to do but don't, don't set goals that aren't realistic. Um, I'm big on that one, Uh, especially if I coach people, if I coach clients and they come to me and it's like 16 weeks out, they're like, hey, I want you to coach me. I want an 1850 total, but they're only at like 1675. Like, how about we aim for 1750? Like, I'm not ever going to like hype you up for this total that you're not going to reach. I'm just not that type of person. Um, I'm not that type of friend either. Like, if you're even if you're my friend and you're like, oh, yeah, my next meet, I'm gonna squat 750 and your best squat 737 or 637, I'm gonna be like, um, how about we reel that back into like 675? Um, I just don't, I don't like people to get this idea in their head and then at the end of the meet, they're like, well, I didn't hit any of my goals. And it's like, well, you didn't set realistic goals. Um, that's one of the things I'm big on is setting, setting goals that are realistic. Um, I know that I set really lofty goals, but I set like tiered goal, tiered goals where, so say my, my squat goal in six months is, um, four sixty five. Um, I will also have a number like that's my, that's my reach goal. And then I set like a, like a medium goal. And then I set like a, two and a half kilos over what I hit last time goal, where it's like, hey, I PR'd. I'm still going to I'm still going to be happy that I PR'd. I'm not going to be like ecstatic leaving the meat, but I'm going to be pretty happy. Um, and then there's like another number that it's like, like, if I hit this, I'll be thrilled. And then there's my reach goal. And it's like it's always out of reach. Um. But it just like kind of puts it out there in the universe. Like eventually, I'll get to it. I always do. It just isn't necessarily the meat that I originally set it for. So that's. I think that's a good uh, approach to goal setting. Um, not sure how I got from highlight reel to goal setting, but um, the other thing that's a good idea um, on your highlight reel of Instagram is I like to I like to post kind of like a goal, um, but my. My goals that have timings so like smart goals uh they're like attainable measurable realistic and they have a time frame um they i don't set, a, i don't set a time frame on my reach goal i don't set a time frame on my medium goal even i really only set a time frame on my realistic low goal um the, this just works for me, so I basically say like at the next meet date 9:25, I'm gonna PR my squat bench deadlift two and a half kilos or five kilos or whatever. And those those fluctuate those change as I get closer to the meet. So like twenty some weeks out, I set my goals, um, and it might turn into a five kilo like true goal once I get to it. And then like really like two three weeks. Out from the goal from the meet uh, that's where I readjust my goals for the meet and I also have kind of like a, a realistic uh, high and a reach um, I, I usually can sometimes squeak out the high I might have gotten the reach like once but um, sometimes I like to put those on the universe um, just kind of say like these are my goals for the next year or whatever Um, But I also put like my current standings so that you can kind of compare like, okay, I have a goal of putting 25 pounds on my squat this year or whatever. Um, But I don't, I don't, I kind of always put the reach goals out in the universe. I don't put the goals that are realistic, Um, but maybe I should start doing that. Maybe I should put like my whole schedule of, not schedule, but um, my whole kind of layout or plan of what is attainable, in my mind at least, for each meet. Um, I don't know if that would help any kind of beginners to see what I do as like a goal setting process. And I'd also be like totally cool if anybody wanted to talk about goals and goal setting. Um, I do it a lot for work um i do it a lot for my business i do it a lot for lifting um i'd love to talk talk about it if you want to talk about setting goals and setting realistic goals and how to go about it and um give me a, shoot me a message um i'd love i love talking to people about um improving themselves and how i can help and how they can help themselves so don't be afraid to shoot me a dm if you want to talk about that yeah so Maybe um, this week I'll take the time and I'll make a graphic with like my goals for the showdown for the next six months, which those are going to be very, very fluid goals because of the injury. So I, I do have my lofty goals still that I set um, last year when I got invited, um, or at the beginning of the year. Uh I did lower them some, they're still quite lofty goals. Um, I don't know that they're actually out of reach. I just think that I have a lot of work to do and a lot of um, like rehab and stuff to keep me healthy that I really have to focus on. Um, And maybe I will also start making some form of recap after my videos of what my training was and in the I'll do better on telling about how it felt, um, what my body feels like, um, etc. Maybe I'll do like a little snippet of like, here was my weight, here are my sets, Um, this is what I did, here's my volume. Um, And then I don't actually for myself program accessories. I don't like to have them firm and on paper. I kind of go in and see how I feel, see what feels lacking, see what feels like it needs to be mobilized. And that I do I do those types of accessories. Um, I kind of do stick to the same ones, but there's days where I'll go in and I'll do a bench workout or whatever, and it'll be my back accessory day or whatever. Um, and I will just rock a like real awesome back workout, get a good back pump, get a good arm pump, and just kind of feel good. Um, I do designate my days. So, like, my Monday is a quad focus day. My Tuesdays are a chest and shoulder focus day. My Wednesdays are a hamstring focus day, so on and so forth. So, I do kind of separate things like that where I pick the body part, but in nowhere in my program do I have written accessories. Um, it's just not really my style. Um, I don't really like that. I just want to know what my top sets are and then everything else is by feel. Um, it has worked for me in the past, especially since I'm injury prone. Um, I am the person that if I have a coach and they write it on the paper, I will do it whether I hurt or not because the coach told me that I can do it. So I that's one of the reasons I moved away from a coach um, because I just kind of follow the paper. I do what the paper says. Um, so maybe I'll try to improve on that. Uh, I guess the only way that we will get away from the highlight reel society is if somebody stops using it as a highlight reel. Um, This will probably be hard for me because I'm super frustrated with my training right now even though on my highlight reel it looks like it's going pretty well. Um, I'm excited that I'm starting to get weight on my back again or in my hands but uh, it's still frustrating because Twelve weeks ago, I was doing a hundred more pounds than what I'm doing now on pretty much two of those lifts, and um, I'll get back. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a process. It's gonna be a hard push for twenty weeks into the showdown. Um, I hope that you guys follow along with my training. I hope that you follow along with um, my sponsored athletes' training. Uh, Trevor and Riley are both prepping for the showdown as well. Um, I don't think that they're diving in quite as hard right now as I am, but they are healthy-ish. I think Trevor might have something nagging, but Riley's healthy. I know she's still training hard. She's still putting in work, but I don't think that they're on the, like, I'm in meat prep yet. Um, That switch will flip very soon, I would say, for both of them. Um, Don't forget to follow along with my other sponsored athletes, Cody and Chris and Robbins, um cody is one of the top 198s um all time uh give him a follow he's a strong dude he has dealt with some injuries recently um but he's on the comeback too he'll get back on the platform soon i can feel it i know he had a meet recently a few months ago but he had covid um kind of ruined his plan he had a great prep uh great things were going to happen and Kristen just competed a few weeks ago and she did awesome as well um so give them a follow as well, follow along with their training, um, follow Good Lift Apparel. Uh, if you do not, subscribe to the podcast. Um, I will just announce right now that the Good Lift Apparel uh, bag release, I'm doing a bag drop. Um, the bag drop is coming, I believe, uh, let me look at my calendar. I had it set for the 14th, that's a Friday, yeah. Uh, May Fourteenth is the bag release. The bag release will have three colorways of duffels, and two colorways of fanny packs. Um, the duffel bags are customizable. I can add your name. Um, I think that's an awesome offering. I know I I like to have my name on my stuff because shit happens at meets, and sometimes people pick up the wrong shit. And if your name's on it, they probably won't. So. That's something cool that I'm excited to offer for you all. I'm excited for the fanny packs. You might have seen them in some of my pictures recently. Um, I did a test print and I've been rocking it. Um, I'll have some pictures up of the duffels here soon. Uh, I have to finish making them, but I have all the supplies and I'm ready to rock on that. So I'm excited to offer these duffels. I have a lot of other things in the works. Um, In another week or so past that, one or two weeks, haven't really quite nailed it down. I have three more pairs of shorts dropping, two pairs of track shorts. We're doing black and blue. And then I also have a nine inch mesh champion shorts for the men that don't like to show the leg or the women that don't like to show the leg or people who just like to wear basketball shorts. Um, I know I love basketball shorts. So those will also be coming. You might have seen those in my videos as well, because I've been testing them to make sure that the vinyl doesn't fall off when you wash them. Um, or wear them or abuse them. So all of that's coming. Um, I do have singlets coming um, Those will be a summer drop um, It'll be a while. I just ordered them So uh, I have to get those in and personalize, etc. I will also add a customization option for those um, I think it's cool to have my name on my singlet um Singlet's coming, and then uh, I am working on prototypes for leggings and compression shorts for women, um, or men who like to wear women's shorts, women's cut shorts, Um, whatever, anybody can wear them, as long as you're comfortable, that's all that really matters. So, all of that's coming, I'm excited, Um, I'm excited to show you guys what I'm working on for the brand, Uh, but with that, I will wrap this one up, thank you for listening, um, sorry if I was like breathing heavy, I, I'm really struggling with allergies right now. Gotta love Ohio and the yellow blanket that's on my vehicle every morning. So thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with my allergies. Um, give all my athletes a follow, Trevor, Riley, Cody, and Kristen. Follow my personal page, E. Stevens 11 Follow Good Lift Apparel. Uh, subscribe to the podcast please subscribe to the podcast um, it really helps me it helps the podcast grow um, leave me a review please and a rating that is also very helpful um, algorithms are a bitch and there's only one way to grow and that's for my supporters to help support me um, I appreciate every one of you I appreciate you listening um, keep your eyes peeled for cool stuff from Good Lift Apparel thank you